0: For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Spill the Baby Tea, a podcast where we can only talk about all things motherhood and parenthood. My name is Helen Wu Wang. I am a mom to a nine-month-old baby boy, and I am here to create a space where we can all share, connect, and feel a little less alone. We're in this together, so let's get this episode started. As with every episode of Spill It Baby Tea, we are going to start with our giggle and drool of the week. My giggle of this week is that our children's book, Lucky Cat, is out in stores online and available to purchase now. I mean, this is definitely something I did not see in my stars, and it's been so heartwarming to see your tags on Instagram, to see your reviews of the book online, and to hear how it's some of your kids, their new favorite book. A lot of you've shared how your child would grab the book and sit in the corner to read or look at the pictures over and over again in silence and in awe. And it's just the best thing ever to see Lucky Cat really come to life. And especially as a new mom, to know it brings a smile to a child's face, it is the best reward for all the hours we put into making this happen. So thank you to those of you who have supported and purchased the book already. That is my giggle of the week. My drool of the week is that I'm feeling kind of overwhelmed with everything going on at the moment. I know it's only October, but man, the holidays, that used to feel like a breeze. I would need to get presents for only a few people, make something for a potluck for a friend's giving, and that would be the extent of my mental exertion. But now, as a mom, I'm thinking about our baby's first Halloween costume, do we want to match as a family, are we going trick-or-treating, Philip's birthday is at the end of this month, and then it's my birthday, then it's our baby's first birthday in December, and... I wanna throw him a nice first birthday that he'll obviously remember nothing about, but you know, we will. And then we got Christmas and Thanksgiving and all the new traditions that we wanna start with our little family and our baby boy. I think this is the first time I'm ever stressing out this much about the holidays. And I know this sounds so trivial in the grand scheme of life, but it's a pressure I was never worn to feel as a new mom. And I don't know if I'm the only one out there that is feeling this way, but it's what I'm feeling at the moment. I wanna create certain experiences and memories for our family because these are the memories that I loved as a kid. But hopefully I will stay sane through it all while doing so. So that is my drool of the week. Any tips from any parents out there who have been here taking on this new title of mom and event planner? Let me know. All right, so before I jump into today's topic, I wanted to include a disclaimer that I will be talking about body image and some numbers related to pregnancy weight gain. So if you are sensitive to those types of discussions, please just be aware. A few weeks back, I had asked on my Instagram for general questions from my followers for what they would like to hear on this podcast. A lot of the questions were from new or soon to be mamas who asked, how much weight did you gain? Was there any pressure to bounce back Pre-baby weight? How did you get back into shape postpartum? How did you get your body back? Lots of those questions. And so let me answer these questions as honestly as possible. Obviously, pregnancy is a huge physical transformation for anyone's body in a short amount of time. So I can see why this is such a common question. And I think for many first-time moms, it is a huge unknown for us and a thought that creeps up every now and then whether or not the pounds we gain during pregnancy are going to be mostly gone after having a baby or stick around with us for longer than we may like. When I was gaining my pregnancy weight, I had to google search what is the normal weight for someone to gain and if you didn't know, there are calculators that you can easily find online and the one that I used was from the Institute of Medicine where you can enter in how much you weigh and your height, basically to calculate your BMI. And it'll tell you how much weight to gain during your pregnancy, depending on if you have one kid, if you have twins, etc. Most women should gain somewhere between 25 and 35 pounds, which already seems like a lot, right? That's like a, a toddler. With my pregnancy, I gained almost 45 pounds at the height of my pregnancy. And for my BMI, this weight gain, which was a gradual process with every checkup, each time it was considered high. And I wanted to take this moment here to talk a little bit about body image. I think for a lot of women, including myself, the awareness of body image and sometimes the struggle is quite common and to varying degrees for each person out there. So I think many people, especially first-time moms, find themselves freaking out a bit here, And, and rightly so, right? And imagine just how much of a mindfuck it can be for someone who worries or is very aware of their body image to gain one to three pounds week after week outside of their control while in the back of their minds, trying to use their logical brain to tell themselves that this is temporary, this is good, this is healthy for my baby, which for me was a message I kept repeating to myself over and over again, despite me feeling like things might've been getting out of control a bit. Did I have the thought pop up that I should maybe start dieting during my pregnancy, which sounds so wrong and preposterous to say out loud, but these were real thoughts that went through my head with each gradual check-in and both Philip and my doctor, they would quickly shut that thought down. They would tell me that all my vitals, well, my doctor would tell me, not Philip, would tell me that all my vitals were fine and it was nothing too alarming. I think as women going through this journey for the first time, there's just so much information that you need to absorb and just accept, and it can be hard to do that sometimes. So if it's any relief to anyone out there listening to this episode, a study from the CDC found that only about one-third, or 32%, to be exact, of women gained the recommended weight, with most women 48% being above and 21% below. So if you are below or above that average weight gain of 25 to 35 pounds during your pregnancy, don't be too worried. But the reason I'm bringing this up and why it is important in this context is because there's usually a correlation between your weight gain and the baby's birth weight. Too small a baby can lead to difficulties in breastfeeding, increased risk of illness, and developmental delays. Too big a baby can lead to delivery complications and a C-section if you didn't plan to have one. And to be clear, my 45 pound weight gain led to a healthy baby boy at seven pounds, nine ounces. So the correlation wasn't altogether true for me, even though I was freaking out about, am I gonna have to have a C-section? Am I gonna be able to push this baby out of me? But I'm sharing this information to share the range of possibilities out there, to share that you don't need to be too alarmed if you fall outside the norm. It's actually pretty average to fall outside the norm. Obviously, monitor all of this with your doctor, but I just also wanted to share what crazy thoughts went through my own head during my pregnancy. And to those of you who are wondering, well, where does the weight even come from then? Most babies born between 37 and 40 weeks, which is considered full term, they weigh somewhere between 5 pounds 8 ounces and 9 pounds 13 ounces. But you might be asking yourself, if a baby is only between 5 and 9 pounds, where the fuck is 25 to 35, 45 pounds coming from, right? Well, let me break it down for you. First, your boobies, they're gonna get bigger, much bigger, like one to three pounds bigger, yep. Your uterus, there's two pounds right there. Your placenta is about 1.5 pounds, and that shit comes out right after your baby comes out, usually. The amniotic fluid that fills up your uterus and surrounds your baby in your belly, that's two pounds. And the amniotic fluid is when people say, oh my God, my water is breaking. That is the amniotic fluid. The sac, the breaking and the leaking, that's what that is. Your blood volume increases by three to four pounds. Your fluid or water volume also increases two to three pounds and your fat stores increase six to eight pounds. So yes, that is a lot of extra stuff going on in your body outside of just your baby. And they say that once you have the child, you'll lose 10 to 13 pounds immediately for the baby, the placenta and the amniotic fluid which leaves you still with 15 to 30 plus pounds of pregnancy weight. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. So going back to the question of, was there any pressure to bounce back to my pre-baby weight right after giving birth? I like to think of my answers in percentages. It's rarely ever black and white. And I'd say for me, 15% yes, I did want to, and 85% no. Of course, me breathing in my baby's delicious aroma from the top of his head was more than worth it to be content with where I was. But I'm not going to sit here and lie and say I didn't walk around feeling like Humpty Dumpty and a hot mess with low self-esteem every day. And every time I looked at myself in the mirror, I would just turn away. I also would make excuses not to see people that first month because I just felt so low about how I looked. A part of that 15% was also not fully ready to let go of pre-baby life and pre-baby Helen yet either. Having a baby is literally overnight, and your life completely changes after that. There's no going back. And there was a part of me that was still holding on to thoughts like, well, I haven't finished wearing out those cute-fitted jeans or that skin-tight dress that still has a tag on it just yet, but every time I tried on a pair of jeans, more recently these jeans shorts, since I had no shorts prepared for the summer, I immediately... Felt shitty about myself. So a tip I'd like to share with all of you soon-to-be moms out there is to put away your pre-baby clothes for a little while. Don't leave out clothes that will trigger you in feeling a certain way about your body for not being able to fit into them. Put them away. Don't even be tempted to try them out just yet. They'll have a time and place sometime in the future. Maybe in a donation pile when you have no association with those clothes anymore. But if those clothes are always hanging in your closet, staring at you, as you're looking for something to wear, you're gonna be thinking about it every time you see it and wondering, when am I gonna fit into that again? So just don't do it. Do yourself a favor and put it away for now. With that said, I was 85% on the train of not trying to bounce back to my pre-baby weight, which if you'd ask teenage Helen, it most definitely would have been flipped. 15% no, 85% yes. So what changed? For one, I'd read up enough and talked to enough people to know that it is unlikely we'll ever bounce back to our pre-baby weight. Those are unrealistic expectations that have been set upon us as women, and it is just, it's bullshit. Like, even the term bounce back, we shouldn't even be saying that. We'll never bounce back, we can only bounce forward, because we'll never be able to undo the miracle that our bodies just accomplished. Secondly, I had committed myself to breastfeeding and I did enough reading and research to know that if you want to continue having good milk quality and supply, a lactating woman's body requires more calories and nutrients. So you gotta eat and you gotta stay healthy to keep up that supply. Thirdly, I found a new appreciation for my body, and this was a few years before I was pregnant, and maybe it takes age and acceptance and whatever it is, but I have never loved my body more now than in all of my teens and 20s. I used to abuse and look negatively upon my body way more than I appreciated my body, and that all ended when I knew I wanted to have a child, and accepted the changes that come with that decision. And once I accepted this future for me, I learned to love my body and accept its uniqueness and appreciate everything that it can do, including birthing a healthy baby boy. And that gratitude for my body, which again was a mindset shift that happened before my son, that supersedes any negativity or abuse I'd otherwise given my body in order to bounce back, quote unquote. No, thank you. Now that doesn't mean that I'm throwing on my hands and not wanting to work out or get fit again, not at all. If anything, I'll say that I feel like my pregnancy really feels like it weakened the little bit of muscle that I had before all of this. I was very active before I couldn't be and I had a lot of stamina, I had a lot of energy. I had this youthful springiness to me. Like I felt like a video game character, like Mario jumping straight up to get that coin at the push of a button. And now I honestly feel kind of jello kind of dumpy, kind of slow, like a Snorlax. And, <laughs> which is very different from a Mario. But I, I just wanna feel full body, head to toe strong again. I wanna bounce forward to become even stronger than I was before. So that's my new goal, not to be pre-Baby Helen, but to be a stronger version of post-Baby Helen. And I'm excited to get there. <laughs> So where am I now, if you want to be really transparent here? I am not at my pre-pregnancy weight, um, at least based on my last just checkup. The skin, especially around my belly area and my arms are looser now. I don't know if that's ever going to change. I don't feel like it will, but who knows? As of right now, I just, I don't expect it to. And overall, my arms my arms feel jacked in certain very specific areas because I could barely carry a newborn for 10 minutes. Um, when obviously we first had our baby, but I can carry a 20 pound baby for over an hour now and not feel tired, which is just so insane to me. How those the very specific muscles, I don't know if it's in my bicep or back or whatever it is. Like I can carry a child for a long time now. But the rest of my body feels tired and and achy. So when people ask me, you know, how did you get back in shape postpartum? How did you get your body back? Because I think on the outside, it might appear that way. But to be honest, I I don't feel that way. And to address the how, I guess, of how physically I might look like I've gone back to my pre-pregnancy weight, which again, I haven't. I have been doing light at-home workouts, walking every day, Picking up volleyball and basketball now, eating balanced meals, that's always been very important, and taking care of a child, which honestly is a workout in itself. I also hear breastfeeding helps to shed some pounds too, but outside of that, nothing too extreme. Also, I think it's important to note here that genetics is also a big factor in one's weight loss and gain, and especially around pregnancy, it can determine how quickly your uterus and other organs shrink back after giving birth my mom had mentioned to me, because I I was curious, I was like, mom, what was your experience like with pregnancy, knowing that some of this could be genetics, you know? She mentioned that after my older sister was born, she stayed fairly consistent with her pre-baby figure, and after me, her second, she just completely transformed. So who knows? I have no idea what's going to happen if I'm able to hopefully have a second, but I'm not putting too much pressure on myself for when it happens. So if you're curious about how your body may transform also post-pregnancy, maybe ask your mom to see what her experience was like too. There's one more thing I wanted to address in this episode and it is involving comments that I hear often, whether to myself or to other new moms, the saying of, oh my God, you're so skinny. Oh my gosh, how did you lose all that baby weight? I know this is meant to be a compliment. Trust me, when I hear it from people, I do an imaginary hair flick back like, oh, yes, thank you. But immediately after that, I know that compliment is validating the part of me that thrived off vanity and feeling accomplished by being a certain size, as if a number on a scale was all I had to offer to the world. And even though I know comments like these are well-intentioned and come from the best of friends, it adds fuel to diet culture. And on the receiving end of the comment, I can't help but feel a little bit objectified knowing someone is visually tracing my physical outline to determine if it looks like I gave birth or not. This idea of what a mom should look like only adds to the heavy judgment that we already experience as both a parent and a woman. I think a different way that you can compliment someone would be more along the lines of, you look so good, you're glowing, you look amazing, without focusing on their weight loss or that they're so thin. Do you see the difference there? I don't know if I'm the only person that feels this way, to be honest. I've actually never talked to anyone about this before, so I'm going out on a limb and sharing this. But I'm curious if any moms out there have felt the same here before, being kind of irked or rubbed the wrong way by certain compliments or comments about your postpartum body. In any case, I wanted to record this episode and get these thoughts off my chest because with pregnancy, one of the most obvious visuals is the body transformation that we go through as moms. But at the end of the day, a mother's appearance after her baby just isn't what's important. And we shouldn't be measuring a mother by how quickly she can bounce back. Society has a ridiculous standard on what women should look like post-birth. And not gonna lie, I was susceptible to that too. And it made me anxious when I saw those pounds creeping up on the scale. But having gone through the experience now, all I can say is... Focus on your own journey. Your body will go through a dramatic transformation and you'll have battle marks to remember it by. And honestly, we should celebrate it for what it's done, for what it's doing, and for what it will do, not for what it used to look like. I would love to hear from other moms out there if you related to this episode in any way. All of us are on our own journeys with our postpartum bodies, and whether you're someone that quickly accepted the changes of your body, or understandably find it very difficult to accept the person you see in the mirror today, or you're someone who's anxious and listening to this episode because you plan to be a mom, I want to extend a virtual hug to all of you out there in whatever part of your journey you're on. Let's continue to look forward and not back. Thank you, as always, for allowing me to share my personal journey with you all. I have so much more to learn and would love to continue connecting and learning from you all out there. You can follow Asian Boss Girl on Instagram at Asian Boss Girl and me, Helen, at W-U-W-U-W-Wo. And hopefully, you know by now, but we have shows out every Tuesday and our main show on Thursday. From me and my little bumps. <laughs> Bye for now.